0: Hi, I'm Energy from Spiritual Matters, on a mission to get to know the course leaders from Cortico Romero, and I'm joined now by nutritional therapist, yoga teacher, and author Charlotte Watts. Welcome, Charlotte. Hello. Can you talk a little about these three areas of your work, the nutrition, yoga, and writing, and what they mean to you?
1: They're elements that I've been bringing into my life and my teaching for a long time now, I've been a nutritional therapist for 15 years, which was my, my first um, getting into a career that I really loved and really made sense to me. And that was due to my own personal illness, particularly kind of burnout, depression, a uh, breakdown type. Um, scenario that really caused me to explore the the role of stress within nutrition i 've been practicing yoga for about twenty years, so I always saw my yoga journey as part of uh, my healing process and to me, nutrition and yoga were always inextricably linked. I could see how they fed into each other uh, how they fed into each other then in my professional life was was more of a challenge and it 's what i 've been really working on. The yoga that I teach and I practice has a a, a Buddhist background, so mindfulness has always been an inherent part of it. And then more recently, I started to practice bringing that consideration of mindfulness into how we eat, our relationships with our body and our cravings into the nutrition side of things. So that really started to gather all elements together in how I work. Um, and I've, I've always written as well. And I've um, this book's my, my fifth book, but it's the one that I really feel that is my my true voice. So it brings all three of those together so that I really feel now that I, I've kind of I've got that stride and it, it's a nice um, mix to be able to bring to people, which it really allows me to make the whole thing very experiential rather than kind of intellectual talking about what we should do, but really feeling what it is that we need.
0: You mentioned there about the burnout you personally went through and you now specialise in helping people through stressful phases in their own lives when they become unable to switch off, exhausted or out of balance. Can you summarise for us your understanding of stress and the effect it has on the body?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, stress gets kind of, has been taken as a a bad word, a negative word, um, which isn't the true definition of it. I mean, it's, unhealthy when it becomes something that is relentless in our lives and we don't recover from. Um, There are many good stresses in our lives that challenge us, that motivate us, um, intellectual challenges like doing crosswords or exercise that that creates um, strength and resilience. The stress itself, which often these days tends to get lumped in with kind of anxiety and agitation, um, which can definitely be Results of it, um, but stress itself is is very prevalent within the way that we're living our lives. We live lives that are quite oversubscribed, and we're we're used to a, a level of of stimulation um, that's become the norm for us. Um, we come from a culture where continually doing and doing things kind of faster and more of them um, get praised, get lauded, um, and we're not really used to stepping back and and letting ourselves just be and rest and recover and we tend to have quite drip feed stresses in modern life so a lot of our stress is psychosocial it's not the the type of stress that you know a wild animal or our dna is uh, designed to to deal with which is ge- generally short sharp shocks you know the fight or flight response is is designed to either stand on your ground and, and fight or or actively run away you know and we tend to withdraw as our running away in modern society so even when we have those those drip feed stresses which can be a, you know a difficult email worry about finances you know pressures of getting kids to school and then doing a job and you know all that stuff that seems normal to us um, it is keeping us in that kind of constant alert state and a lot of people that I speak to in terms of clients and kinds of students, um, can really relate to that constant alert, that that upregulated stimulus, and then have trouble coming down again because the voices that their body's getting from that is that the world isn't safe, and our bodies really learn this stuff. And to be able to really look at that and just notice it, and really acknowledge when we need to to de stress, to take more care of ourselves. Um, Is really crucial to to be able to cope, to have that level of adaptation and resilience.
0: Okay, now you regularly run workshops. What can someone expect from one of these?
1: Yeah, some of the workshops I run are purely yoga workshops. I always work with mindfulness within yoga. So we take our time. um, And often they're they're built as de-stress workshops as well, just so that we have that understanding that we do need often to slow down to pay more attention. And even within much kind of, yoga practice that's done these days there can be the tendency to to get things done to you know to how many poses can we run through with actually often doing less is a lot more and really paying attention and feeling exactly what the body needs then when we add any nutritional content into that we can really start to explore the world of of cravings and um, appetite and what we're drawn to in terms of food choices, to really get a sense of liberation around food. Because so many people find that they have intentions um, in terms of what they want to eat, what they, they deem is healthy. Uh, but then stress comes along and it changes the way that our body responds from a more re- reflective perspective to more impulsive, knee-jerk reactions. So it doesn't matter how much intention you have to eat healthily and not have sugar for one day. But if if a hard bit of stress hits, then you might find yourself just kind of mindlessly reaching for sugar to self-medicate, to soothe agitated brain chemistry. So much of what we do in terms of connecting into the body helps us to really find different strategies and then nutrition itself to actually nourish what we need so that when we do go into stressful responses that we're not at the whim of the body craving stuff it needs to cope so an an instant for that is you know a a decent breakfast with protein for breakfast which is incredibly supportive for the adrenals and blood sugar balance and that means we tend to be less prey to cravings around four o'clock and even kind of nine o'clock in the evening when you know people can, can tend to have those low serotonin dips that that lead to binge eating so we explore um lots of facets that that play into not just what we eat but how we eat um and and the choices that we make not just through food but through all aspects of our lives
0: who do you feel would benefit from attending your cortico romero workshop
1: i would definitely recommend it to anyone who feels that they're oversubscribed that they have that any kind of level of overstimulation or need help coming down And need help understanding why rest is important so when I I talk about overstimulation that's often that feeling that's quite creeping often it's it's a feeling of being a bit jangly in the nervous system um, tense in the shoulders tending to have shallow breathing patterns tending to even clench your jaw and and feel tension around the headaches around the temples and feeling those effects of stress which are, are kind of insidious and can be things like ibs insomnia agitation anxiety depression anything where you're wearing the system down and our nervous systems don't get to come back to a resting state really easily
0: okay great thank you charlotte
1: thank you thank you lovely to speak to you energy